Hello, hello, everybody. Good morning. Is the Oversabi podcast show on a good and wonderful Monday morning? Um, over the weekend, um, great football matches was were played over the weekend. We did Nations Cup, the round two or the second round of features and um, uh, features of the Nations Cup were played. Of some of the games we played over the weekend, and we also have results from the Europe top five leagues, and also be giving you a bit of transfer. And there was a major news coming out of the English Premier League: a manager was sacked. And um, like we said in the last um, edition of this program, where we said there is a lot of skits, comedy skits going on in the Nations Cup. All this and many more will be giving you as uh, we give you the best in fo- give you the best of football. On this platform, and my name remains um, Dilibechi Dozie. Um, your humble host for this uh, program this morning. I have a Samida in the house, a regular analyst uh, in the house also. Uh, Frankie Kego, welcome to the show. Good morning, overdose and oversabi man. All right, we we'll kick start with the Nations Cup. Um, before we give you the before we give you the result of the Nations Cup or some of the result of the Nations Cup of of, of the Nations Cup features that happened over the weekend. Um, there was a comedy skit, like I said, uh, that happened um, in the game between um, Ivory Coast and uh, uh, Frank. Remind me, Ivory Coast and who played the, over the week? The comedy skit that we talked about. Ivory Coast and uh, more is it? Yeah, and um, is it Mauritania? They played um, a two-two-two-two draw. Sierra uh, Sir, thank you, dear. Sierra, yes, Sierra Leone. They played a two-two draw. And uh, the funny thing about it, uh, about that game was, I recall we were actually leading the game by two goals to one. In the 90th plus, that's the additional time. Or the injury minutes, time. Yeah, added. 3 minutes was added. In the 92 minutes. Excuse me, then the injury time um, decided then, a back pass was given to the goalkeeper. Out of nowhere, there was no pressure, nothing. He just grabbed the ball and threw the ball back. To the Serenian players, no, the, the Serenian players loaded the ball to the midfield. Yes, and, so, he, and he turned, it, he he turned, turned back, back to him, and he went to, to grab he also also grabbed the ball, easy peasy. He, he grabbed the ball, and gave it back to the Serenian uh, uh, player, where the where the guys the Serenian player scored, and it was two two at the end of the day. Okay, Frank, um, the Nations Cup, um, give us the result and also the features of the round three. That's the final group games. Um, of the Nations Cup that will be starting today. So give us the result of um, the round two um, re- results. Okay, and also give so, us the features of um, the National Round 3 Nations Cup that will be ending this week. Okay, the last game as Vasabi just talked about that was played between Serie Alone and uh, Ivory Coast is the, the, the last round of uh, results for the round of two that is the, the second group stage matches. So I'm going to do it justice by running down all the matches that was played in the round two features of the Nation Cup. Cameroon played Ethiopian, which was a 4-1. Then Kevbet and Burkina Faso played out a 0-1. Then Senegal and Guinea played out a 0-0. Zimbabwe and Mal- Malawi, Zimbabwe lost that one, two goes to one. Uh, then Morocco defeated uh, Comoros 2-0. Then Gabon and Ghana played out a 1-1. Our very own Nigeria defeated Sudan, three goes to one. Then uh, Guinea-Bissau lost to Egypt 1-0. Gambia and Mali played out a 1-1. Tunisia and Mauritania played out a 4-0. Ivory Coast were 
held by the people making their first appearance in the nation cup this is a good one for Sierra Leone yes, really, you yes. know they, they, they are just appearing and for them to be able to hold down the almighty Ivory Coast yeah. you know at the last kick of that game I, uh, over those over Sabi I was actually uh, telling the guy I was watching the ball with I said the way this game is going that I'm, going to, I'm seeing a draw and it was so funny how the keeper <laughs> how the keeper handled that game it yes was, and it was a poor one because he had all the opportunities to have even allowed the ball go out for a goal kick or to even held on to the ball but he dived and it's so unfortunate that he sustained an injury which we don't know if he's going to continue playing in those competition so okay the features for the round of three that is the final group stages which will start today as we've known nation cup you know without the short period everything has been back to back Burkina Faso will be playing Ethiopia today and that game will be happening by 5 p.m nigerian time Kevin and Cameroon will play the same time 5 p.m then tomorrow there is a group b matches will be played where malawi will take on senegal it will also go the same time with zimbabwe playing guinea the same that will be 5 p.m tomorrow then 8 p.m group c will be playing their final group stage match uh, matches where gabon will play morocco then ghana will play comoros Nigeria will play on Wednesday, 8 p.m. Nigerian time. Nigeria will play Guinea-Bissau, 8 p.m. Egypt will play the same time against Sudan, 8 p.m. Remind you, Nigeria is on the verge of topping the group if they pick a draw or win that match. Then Syria alone will play Equatorial Guinea. That will be on Thursday. And Ivory Coast will play Algeria. This is a very, very deadly group. Yes, Ivory Coast, Algeria. Uh, let's, okay, let's, our talking point for this particular um, um, features. Um, we we'll start with Algeria before we go to the Nigerian versus Sudan game and also the Nigerian versus um, um, Guinea Bissau um, game. Um, Algeria, Tatia, Algeria, we are actually on the ta- they are 30, on 35 games on beating, and um, that they um, scored in all the matches. Yeah, no, they scored in the 30, prior to coming to the Nations Cup. They scored in 34 games. Yes. So the last two games they have not scored, but they, the, the the last game they drew 0-0. So they are beating the advantage on beating was broken yesterday uh, by the Guinean side, and um, it was uh, a 0-1 result for this side. Uh, everybody was surprised. Everybody actually were tipping Algeria, who were who are the defending the champions. Champion. Everybody were tipping them, the kind of form they are in, um, to go again. And um, even if they don't win the tournament, they'll make semi-finals or also make the finals again. So Paul won there from 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 Algeria with the likes of Mares. With the likes of um, Feguli, old heads, with the likes of Mandy, with the Mandy, uh, Mandy, with the likes of Besbiani, um, Brahimi, Slibani also. This squad is capable enough, should actually be recording all three points in that particular encounter. Okay, moving on from there, um, Nigeria versus Sudan. That's our talking point, our major talking point in the Nations Cup um, this morning. Nigeria versus Sudan. Uh, it was a 3 1 result, um, goals from Awoni. Um, um, Chukweze and um, um, was Simon, who was um, named the MVP for that particular um, encounter. Uh, it was a, a good performance, uh, a solid side. Um, you know, this the Nigerian game, everybody are talking about the impressive um, coaching of um, Augustine Aguavon. Like, these guys are there's no there's no hindrance in the kind in the way they play, it's more like if you know what to do, do free, 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 free flowing football. Yeah. Uh, for me, it's the Tactically, I'm not seeing what I expect to see. You understand? Uh, you look at the likes of um, Joe Aribo. You know, in the last on the last pod, I talked about um, Joe Aribo and Wilfred Ndidi would actually bully an instant midfield pairing. 
um, in the in, in, in this sure. African Cup of Nations. Yes, and um, you, you saw uh, Joe Aribo giving a 10 over 10 wonderful midfield performance um, against Sudan. Uh, um, same players did the same magic again. Um, we like to have uh, Simon was um, instrumental in that game. Um, Ian Acho also was actually linking the midfield and attack. Um, I wouldn't like the line very, very well. Uh, the defense also did very well, barring the um, lazy penalty the uh, the referee uh, gave against us. Okay, Frank, um, please, tactically, um, tactically, because I was telling somebody yesterday that we don't have ball playing center halves, whereby the way we build build our, our game is a bit tricky. Once once somebody presses, one an attacker presses one of our center half, they go long. You understand? And whenever they go long, we hope to always win the second ball. So, Frank, let me ask you this question now. Tactically, is there anything you think August Negovon can change or that will actually improve this team going into the next game? Okay, um, you know, like we've seen uh, the, the team play and um, like as you said, you know, we talked about this off the pod the other day where we talked about we're not having the same uh, ball playing, central half and uh, the keeper too is not a good distributor of the ball too either way uh, but uh we've seen that these guys they have our uh, individual personalities to win us games as uh, so we saw the three attackers uh do at the course of the weekend and uh tactically uh, it's left to see when we play bigger teams okay. bigger teams you know we play the bigger team in egypt. egypt you know but i i didn't much expect a whole lot from egypt like i have been saying egypt is just the salad that is why Everybody's scared about Egypt. Egypt is not the same Egypt that where the team that won the Five Nation Cup previously. So uh, I'm t- I'm anticipating to see what happens in the knockout stages where we're going to be meeting up with. You know, probably we we'll meet up with someone like a team like Ghana that has players that can take us one on one. That is where we we'll begin to find out what Equator is going to do. But the way the team is set up, their setup is more like like a coach bounce for me because he just put up the players and allowed them to play their football so it's until when we go a go down first or we play team that is able that is going to be able to take us one on one where we have a maybe if it's Ghana we'll be playing if they make it to the next round and they finish our second runner up in their group or any other team because we don't know what's going to happen in this third round of futures yes because yes, some some big teams might end up going home but if we end up playing a team that is going to actually show when because even when you, you check the substitution the coach makes he makes likes for likes yeah, likes for likes like, yeah and he maintained the same rating of the team you know i've not seen it that's good to from the coach or you know uh trying to make things different from how the team is set up so until we get to for we know what the man but i expect the man you know from now he should have starts training on how to if this scenario occurs if we get the red card what is going to happen if this kind of scenario occurs what is going to happen so but he's yet to exhibit that so we don't know who he is i've not seen him handle a team previously yeah just like yeah, you've not seen that well he has actually handled spiegos two times before now and he has got into the semi-final twice okay just like you said um, earlier we, we really don't know the character of this team because they have not been a goal down yet and I, like i was telling somebody the other day i said if nigeria faces a good side that has good build up play we, we're definitely going to struggle one of the things that goes well for these two i think one of the things that is actually instilling in them is the way is the way they press the aggressive press for me is very 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 important and this the, the press is something that i have seen ian Acho do very very well ian Acho is taking his club 
football and understanding down here to the national team. The way Ian Ajo presses and counter presses um, sometimes it leaves me very impressed. Um, the Super Eagles, are, they, have, they have qualified, yes. Uh, a draw is needed for them to top that group. So in their last game um, on Wednesday, hopefully they will, uh, just like the coach said that he's going to ring a number of changes. Uh, they've scored, they, 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 they've qualified. So I expect the likes of Joe Aribo, uh, Aribo to actually uh, rest. Yes, rest, rest um, somebody like um, Truce Ekong to also take a rest. Uh, in DG, in the, uh, he would, you know, in trying to tweak the side, he wouldn't want us to take away the most influential players in the side. He might keep some, then, you know, I expect him to make like six or seven changes in that squad. Alright, good. We're him to rest in you know, like we've seen in the couple of weeks before this Nation Cup, Didi has been picking up knocks in the club side, so, you know, but we know in is a kind of footballer that have a good recovery system, you know, as in his body system and his physique, so, but I expect him to take a rest now because, uh, and I expect, you know, players like Ihana Chotu to take a rest, I expect to see Chukweze to be rested too. Then uh, Ekong too should take a rest because he's advanced in age too, so they could recover well for the round of 16 that will be coming up soon. Okay, um, just like you said, a lot of players are going to take a rest, yes, uh, but at the same time, you're also going to feel a side that can be able to give you results. We every every player that was invited should be able to play a part in this particular um, uh, tournament. Yeah, and um, on Wednesday, uh, uh, Nigeria will be taking on um, Guinea, and um, hopefully we get a draw that um, takes us, um, gives us, uh, gives us the um, group um, leadership in that um, particular one. Okay, I, I'm and, not uh, expecting Nigeria to even then come out with a draw in that game. I expect them to go out for no, one just like I said. I said a draw <laughs> would actually enough, yes. yes, actually give them um, um, group, um, group leaders. Um, um, Let's talk about um, one particular team that I find very amusing that they are struggling of late. Ghana. Uh, Ghana, they, they lost their first game against Morocco, drew against Gabon, 1-1. And um, they, will be they will be playing the last game against Comoros, which I expect uh, Ghana to actually whitewash this particular team. Uh, but um, with the likes of Pate, with the likes of the IU brothers, um, this team, uh, Amate of Leicester City, this team shouldn't be struggling at this point. Uh, you know, some sometimes we we see teams. You know, a whole of expectations are placed on them, and they end up not living up to it. Uh, I can't actually figure out every everything is just working against Ghana, because you find out that the game they lost against uh, um, is it Gabon against Gabon. No, they lost against Morocco. Uh, Morocco against Gabon against Morocco. You yeah. know, they, that game they were in the game at a certain moment, and they just lost. In the second both of scored the goal because they are not taking chances too, and. They are, they are they are they are not converting the chances they are creating and he thinks everything is just not working out well for them in this tournament and we pray you know against Comoros that they will think they will be able to get the, at least the all maximum three points and hope they qualify as best one uh, yes um Gabon um Ghana will be playing um Comoros um hoping to get all three points and they will be on four points then they will expect the game between Morocco and Gabon uh, hopefully they expect that hey Morocco please do us a favor beat Gabon <laughs> and then we leave it for the calculators to actually decide if we make second place third uh, or qualify as one of the best um, losers all right this is where we draw it cutting the, the group E you know that that, that group the, the group with Ivory Coast you know it leaves the final game yes uh, that's why that's why I said the Algerian game is very the Algerian group is very dicey because. The, um, if Algeria had won that uh, particular encounter, just a draw would have been needed for them to actually have qualified if they are gotten a draw against Moro, um, Ivory Coast. And now they have to win Ivory Coast to actually 
qualify. You know, or actually stand a chance to qualify because Ivory Coast currently are already on four, four points. points. Uh, you know, you understand. And um, Guinea are also on um, three points. Uh, three points. Yes. You understand. Guinea knows Guinea. Uh, if they beat Sierra Leone, they will qualify automatically. Sierra Leone also are on one uh, two points. points. So Sierra Leone knows that if they beat um, uh, Guinea, Guinea, they, they are also So everybody in that group can actually anybody can qualify. qualify uh, but, uh, but qualify or not, uh, but Ivory Coast are actually one leg in because of the four point they have, and then um, that four point they look can actually guarantee them if the cal- calculators works in their favor, can guarantee them um, one of the third best place team. And uh, moving on to the round of sixteen. Okay, let's leave it there. That's what we call it wraps, and that's what we draw the curtain on the Nations Cup on today um, over Sabi podcast show. Alright, we'll be moving on to the next segment of this show. Uh, we'll be going to Europe, where we'll be giving you every bit of news, the result. Um, the the managerial sack that happened um, over the weekend in the English Premier League. And also, Madrid won a very big title in Saudi Arabia. Okay, we'll start with France. Um, from, from Frank, please do the uh, cut, do us a courtesy in giving us the result that happened in the French Ligon. Okay, because weekend. of the weekend, Nice played out Nantes and it was a 2 1 in favor of Nantes, who were home. Then uh, Centeno were beating in their home ground by lanes a 1 2. PSG, PSG won 2 0 against Prest, uh, goes from Kieran Mbappe and Kerr. Then Rennes beat Bordeaux, it was a whitewash 6 0 in favor of Rennes. Then Laurent and Angels played out a 0 0. Monaco defeated Clemento in their home ground 4 0. Then Rams and Mats played out a 0 1. Then Salzburg defeated Montpellier a 3 1. Then Leon went away to Torres and won 1 0. Marcel and Lynn played out a 1 1 draw. Yes, the big boys in that, um, in the big boys in the French league actually recorded wins the likes of. Um, Leon, the likes of PSG. Uh, PSG, uh, Lille played um, a very stubborn side. They also played their fellow big boys yeah. against uh, Marcel. But the likes of PSG recorded victories. The Monaco, uh, Rene, and Leon also recorded them huge victories uh, that would actually help them in the table, in the standings in the French um, Ligue 1. All right, we're moving. Um, um, that's from the French uh, Ligue 1 in France. Okay, we're moving on to the next country, which is the Bundesliga in Germany. So, Frank, the results. Okay, he started with our Borussia Dortmund that defeated 5-1 and Hofburg played out with Hector Berlin. It was a 0-0 goal. Let's draw Union Berlin played out Hernofin 2-1 it was. Then Stuttgart lost in their home ground to Leipzig a 0-2. Then Mainz and Bochum played out a 1-0. Then Cologne were defeated by the almighty Bayern Munich a 0-4. Lewandowski was on a hat-trick on that one. Then Borussia Mönchengladbach and a uh, Bayern Leverkusen played out a 1-2. Then Auerbach and Frankfurt played out a 1-1 yesterday. Then Armenia and Grutterford played out a 2-2. Alright, that's the result for the Bundesliga in Germany. Uh, Lewandowski against uh, Bayern against Cologne. Lewandowski got a hat-trick. And also in the uh, in the Dortmund game against Freiburg, um, this is a boy from now. What's that his name? Haaland also was also on the score sheet. Alright, that's what we that's what we call it wraps on the on the Bundesliga in Germany. We're moving on to the next country, which is the Italian Serie A in Italy. So Frank, please do us the result uh, honors to call the results. Sampdoria were defeated at their backyard by Torino, a 1-2, then Sportiva, Celero were defeated by Lazio, a 0-3, then Juventus beat Udinese in their home ground, a 2-0. Then Sassolo lost. At home to Verona, 2-4 it was. 
Beniza and Mpelu played out a 1-1. Then Roma, Roma, you know, with the new boy they just signed, defeated Calgary 1-0. Then Atlanta and Inter played out a goalless draw. Yeah, Roma, the new boy scored the penalty. Sergio Oliveira uh, from signed on loan from Porto uh, scored the winning penalty where uh, Jose Mourinho's Roma recorded a 1-0 win against Cagliari in the Serie A. All right, we're moving on to Spain. Not much action in Spain, but we'll, our focus on in this in Spain, we won't, be, we won't be discussing any La Liga. It's just the the Spanish Super Cup that uh, happened in Ryder, Saudi Arabia. Real Madrid, we are the winners of. The Spanish Super Cup um, in Saudi Arabia. They won the they won the, the Super Cup two goals to nil against um, Athletic Bilbao. Uh, the goals were from uh, Modric and Benzema. Modric is thirty six. Benzema Benzema is thirty four. These guys are evergreen uh, for the Real Madrid side. Okay, Frank. Let's quickly let's discuss about the Madrid winning the Super Cup. Firstly, the the, the four teams competed in the Super Cup yeah. in, in in the Spanish Super Cup. That, were, that was held in Saudi Arabia and the likes of Barca, Barca sorry, Madrid, Atletico Madrid and um, um, Atletico and Bibo and um, the, the Madrid um, yesterday won the game in the final between uh, um, between them and um, Atletico Bibao yes, they recorded the 2-0 victory well, first, in the semi-final they won Barcelona 3-2 um, after the extra time and um, Atletico Bibao won um, Atletico Madrid 2-1 in the semi-finals, then they played in the final yesterday where Madrid recorded a 2-0. Now, let's talk about this Carlo Ancelotti Madrid side now. Uh, how do you see the evergreen performance of Modric and Karim Benzema? Uh, you know, like after the game yesterday, Ferentino uh, Perez came out to say that Modric still deserve another Ballon d'Or. You know, we when we were watching the game together, you, you saw what the old man, the way he kept running the, the show in the midfield. And uh, it got to a point, and I was just so excited watching the man. Age, he just you know make that saying that age is just numbers. a number, yeah. And uh, it looked so real with him, the way he was running the show in the midfield, it was fantastic. And Karim Benzema, you know, his ability to link up play with the the the, the, the one of the most improved footballer in the world currently, Vinicius, Vinicius Junior. Junior. And uh, that has given Benzema the ability to you know to free flow and play the game. He, the, the goal he scored was from the sports, the penalty spot, and to keep his nerves. You know, at the point when we were watching the boy, he got to the point where like, that he's going to miss the kick. And I said Benzema, with all the vast experience and the way he, you know, he's just ever calm and, and he's leading the team well as the captain of the team. And, you know, uh, Ancelotti has has found a winning formula. And Ancelotti, you know, like our own Osinegua for his uh, the kind of coach that allows his players to play with a full confidence. And we've seen that with Vinicius taking his game and day by day and improving on everything and you know when we at the beginning of the season when uh, Ramos and Veran left we thought they were going to struggle at the back and we found out that you know Alaba has been able to slot in well into that defensive uh, build up play and everything and uh, a whole lot of improvements and Ancelotti kudos to Ancelotti because I will not take out the fact that he's the one that has assembled the team at the time when it seems uh, Madrid teams are becoming disjointed you know Ancelotti has been able to put up those team and you know uh, even Rodrigo you know everybody he, when he plays is playing fine though he's not yet at that form at that top level with our Vinicius and uh, sometimes even Asensio comes in but yesterday it was Verved that came in and drive the ball and keep driving the ball until Madrid get the second goal that you know 
wrapped up the game for them. And kudos to them, you know, it's another Super Cup and the, you know, the Madrid trophy cabinet will just keep increasing. <laughs> you know, they are beating when they spend, you expect them to get money back. Yes, get trophies back. a big congratulations to Real Madrid for winning the Spanish um, Super Cup in Ryder, Saudi Arabia. Alright, moving on to the next country, which is the final one. It's the EPL, the English Premier League in England. So Frank, do us the honor to roll out the result of games that happened over the weekend. You know, at the course of the weekend, the first game was, as we gave you in the last call, was Brighton Crystal Palace. The Eagles failed to defeat Brighton in India. A away game, it was a 1-1 draw. Then on Saturday, it was the almighty one, you know, like I said, this was for me the, the title decider. Chelsea were away to uh, Manchester City. It was a 1-0 in favor of Manchester City, who have opened a 13-point gap yeah. between Chelsea that are currently in the second place. Then uh, Newcastle were held at home by Watford. It was a 1-1 draw. Then Norwich, Norwich defeated Everton 2-1. That led to the sack. Their coach will be talking about that soon. Then Wolves and uh, the Saints, that is Southampton, played out a 3 1. Wolves winning that one by three goals to one. Manchester United failed to defeat Aston Villa by that was coached by uh, Steven Gerrard. It was a 2 2. Liverpool defeated Brentford a 3 0. Then West Ham failed to win Leeds, who came to their backyard and they lost that game two goals to one. All three goals were scored by G. Harrison. Yeah, West Ham versus Leeds and the 3-2 in favour of Leeds. Okay, um, the game between Arsenal and um, Tottenham was postponed due yeah. to COVID. And also the game between uh, Leicester and Burnley was also postponed um, due to COVID and um, injuries on that on that front. Okay, um, that's, 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 that's the end of um, the games, uh, the results that happened in the Europe top five leagues. Okay, we'll be moving on to transfers. And one of our big talking points in transfer is... Um, the manager of Everton, Rafael Benitez, was sacked yesterday. Uh, in, in in the early hours of yesterday, he was sacked. And two, the, the a replacement has not been named yet. Even an interim coach has not been named yet. Um, the the under twenty three boss or the under twenty three coach for Everton has been instructed to actually take training on t- take training for for the team until a new coach will be named. Uh, Rafael Benitez. Um, this marriage was um, was um, definitely was supposed was definitely going to end up in a divorce because uh, the Rafael Benitez didn't actually warm up to the fans because of his history with Liverpool. Every it was clearly it was very clear that it was going to end in a disastrous way. Um, the fans didn't warm up to uh, um, um, Rafael Benitez, and Rafael Benitez did not do much in his own position because he wasn't winning games to actually make the fans um, like him. Uh, Frank. Rafael Benitez. You know, we, we've been expecting this, you know, because of the kind of money the, uh, Everton has spent. And Everton is an ambitious club too. You know, they don't, they, they might not have what it takes to win the league, but they want to be at the top half of the table. And, um, you know, they've struggled throughout the season with Benitez. And from the onset, you know, as you said, we know that this marriage is going to end in soft for Benitez. And uh, it was just a matter of when, because even me too, I've been calling for when, 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 when is this marriage going to come to a divorce? And, but finally it has happened you know he, he has he played about 13 matches at the last 13 matches and he has been able to just claim about three wins and that is a very poor one from uh, benitez day you know, he is, I, as a coach this is his worst record as a coach all right um uh, according to reports coming out um 
from the United Kingdom, England. Uh, from England, the United Kingdom. Sorry. Uh, uh, several names have been shortlisted to take over the reins at Everton. Uh, the likes of Frank Lampard. Also, Rooney. Rooney's name has been mentioned in the media. Also, the likes of Roberto Martinez, the coach of Belgium. Who also is also the former coach of Everton. Also, some very very young promising coaches has also been mentioned. And the like this uh, Bonnie coach uh, has also been mentioned. Ralph Aston Hotel, the Southampton coach. Uh, his name has also been mentioned in the media. So whoever Everton is going to sign should be a very young, pragmatic coach. Even if it is not young, should be an experienced coach, somebody with an idea. Because one of the things Everton lack, they lack structure and how to go about games. Sometimes they just go there with not knowing what to do at the end of the day. And that has actually cost um, Rafa Benitez his job at Everton. Um, a bit of transfer news there. Uh, uh, Adama Traore, according to reports coming out of England, that Adama Traore is close to actually joining Tottenham on a season-long loan with a mandatory purchase at the end of the season. How true that um, particular news is, uh, we'll wait till the end of the transfer window to actually confirm if it's true or not. Okay, Arsenal keep um, term pursuing Vlahovic. Uh, this is a player that's in Fiorentina, he's a striker, and Arsenal have been um, actively pursuing a striker, and Vlahovic names has always been mentioned in the media that he has been the most linked striker that has been linked them to Arsenal. And the reason why Arsenal are chasing a striker is because of the situation um, 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 Abama Young, the current captain of um, the Arsenal side, is currently in with the Arsenal uh, team. Okay, um, Chelsea are looking to actually improve um, their left wing back and left back, like we said before. They are looking at bringing back um, Emerson from Lyon or um, then going out and um, bringing Louis Kozawa uh, from Lyon on low, uh, from um, PSG, yes, on loan. You know, I, 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 I don't understand why Chelsea is, you know, bringing the offer to pay four million to bring back a player that is theirs on loan. The deal was, the deal was a season-long loan. If you're going to break it, you're going to compensate the team that you're breaking that contract for. There was a contract for a year loan. There was no recourse. There was no recall. Sorry, in that um, particular contract. All right, this is where we draw the cutting on today's Oversabi podcast know, show. Uh, Alan, too, you know, is talking and. Uh, or Dortmund are, you know, are trying to make this match to speak or to say where he wants to go next or if he's going to stay. But currently, the man said he has already made up his mind and soon we're going to be hearing what will happen next with Halan. This is where we draw the curtain on today of Asabi Podcast Show. Uh, thank you for listening. If you, were, if you were part of the people that sent in their comments and reviews in our last poll, we say thank you very much. And keep listening to our program. The way you listen, that's the only way we can grow and give you the very best when it comes to football um, in on, on the Oversabi um, pod. Alright, thank you very much there. Um, do what you do best. Today is a Monday morning. Go out there, make good money and uh, hopefully uh, things will continue to be better for you. Alright, from me to you, have a lovely day. Au revoir. Bye-bye.